Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. morning. Good morning. I agree with Grant. I think it almost looks worse today. Your eye, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going from that black to uh, purple purple and yellow and all that. Yeah. With the black, it almost looks like I'm wearing uh, eyeshadow. Yeah. When was the last time you had a black eye? I used to always get black eyes when I was a kid. I'd hit my head on stuff, but I haven't had one in a long time. Me neither. We actually, because because we were um, together, like with my mom and my sister, we were talking about when I got hit in the head with a hockey stick when I was a kid, and I almost lost my eye. Oh, really? I had like, I had like 30 stitches around my nose, and in the ins- the socket of my eye, some kid threw a hockey stick, and it went... <laughs> My sister oddly ran into somebody who was there when that happened. Like, that was in the... Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was in the 70s. Like, I was like nine. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, we got a new song to play for you this morning. <laughs> I think you're going to like it. It's a Jimmy Parody song that ties into his, uh, his medical emergency from this past weekend. <laughs> we'll get an update on the GoFundMe to raise money to pay for Jimmy's ambulance bill. Pending ambulance bill. And of course, we'll have to troll Leaf fans. Of course. Meg Malk will make an appearance too today. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Calling Dean Blundell, Cryer Media. Good morning. We're just calling to get your thoughts on Phil Kessel winning his third Stanley Cup. Three-time Stanley Cup champ. That was maybe the greatest night of my life last night, boys. (laughs) I I do appreciate that he takes a shot at Toronto any chance he can. Last night even, you know, takes me back to Toronto. You guys said I couldn't win. Here I am. (laughs) This one I won as a healthy scratch. (laughs) Didn't even have to play. Let's be fair. I mean, uh, you didn't really accomplish a lot yesterday, but he does have another ring. (laughs) And he said he's not retiring. No, no. They're going to have to drag him off. (laughs) I like his off-season routine as well, right? Like, he's just going to eat hot dogs and play video games for the next two months. You know, he doesn't make any, like, it's not like even, it's not like he even tries to pretend he's going to work out in the off season. And he's he's been like that for, like, basically 17 years in the NHL. So, well, you expect nothing less. But that was my takeaway from last night. It wasn't the biggest one, the Stanley Cup. It's that Phil the Thrill got his third. Like that. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, for me, it was that the Kachuk family still goes cupless. That was nice. That's a good bonus. Yeah. Couldn't have happened to a nicer family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am so happy that that family still hasn't been able to touch the cup. <laughs> I couldn't believe how many people there were outside watching the game because we do business in Vegas and we've been there a few times and specifically when there've been games on and, and you know, when they're like, Hey man, this place is crowded. It's like, you wouldn't even know there was a game going on yeah. down there. So, so the parade will be interesting. Uh, that's for sure. Because it's just, it's, it's just a, it's a town that, that, that hockey exists in, but yeah. it's, you know, not a lot of people know that it's going on because everybody's way too wasted. So, well, I remember listening to, um, the radio when we went down, this was, I think, when when they first started, because it's been six years. So we were in Vegas, and we um, we rented um, a car, and we and the radio was on. And I remember listening to it and being very struck by the delivery of the radio because they were teaching hockey to people. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like they were broadcasting about it. They were actually yeah. the guy talking about hockey on the radio at the time clearly was informing the audience of what the sport was. <laughs> and they, they won a Stanley Cup 44 years before the Maple Leafs. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, there you go. We're celebrating well, with boys. Kessel this morning. Yeah. yeah. Fill the thrill. As you should. Fill the thrill. Congrats, buddy. You didn't do anything to earn it, but it looks good when you win one. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Dean. See you, boys. Three-time Stanley Cup champion Phil Kessel. How does it sound? Sounds good. You know, uh, obviously, uh, you know, I'm fortunate to play on uh, good teams, and uh, you know, uh, it's been a it's been a good uh, time. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. If you missed yesterday's show, or even Monday, Jimmy had a, a drinking accident on Sunday at the football game. That involved paramedics and a trip to the hospital. All right. Yesterday, we're not going to get into it again. Yeah. Yesterday, we we dedicated about half of the show to this whole thing. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to the podcast, go listen to it. We we give you kind of a full breakdown on it. Lessons learned. Doctor Locke stepped in. The whole nine yards. It was a it was a full show. Yeah. Um. As a result of that show yesterday, Ryan Lindley, who has written a couple of songs for us. He's done some good ones. Yes, he, well, he wrote another gem. And at the end of the song, Jimmy, we need an update on the GoFundMe, all right? We're trying to raise money to pay for Jimmy's ambulance bill, all right? Pending ambulance bill. He's on the road again. <laughs> Jimmy's face down on the road again. He's drinking beer without his chaperone and friends. Jimmy's laying on the road again. On the road again. Drinking all the free beer that he can. See an ambulance, it's coming round the bend. Come and scrape Jimmy off the road again. On the road again. Like a weeble wobble video on high speed. He's a mess again. <laughs> Insisting that he's fine, but his eyes are sideways. <laughs> They're sideways. He's on the road again. <laughs> Jimmy's face down on the road again. 
was drinking beer without his chaperone and friends. Uh, Jimmy's laying on the road again. The nice thing about this is that we will be able to use that again at some point. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Where are we at with the money we're trying to raise to pay for the pending ambulance bill? There's a GoFundMe. Jimmy's going to send it out again here if he hasn't already. 340 340 bucks. The top bid, by the way, which is weighed right now, will walk away with a broadcast from the locker room. Okay? Yeah. All right. And if we have any extra money, we'll find a charity that Jimmy isn't too embarrassed to phone and tell them how they raise the money. All right? Because <laughs> that's the question now. <laughs> Do you want to call a charity and say... You got to do a check presentation. <laughs> this was money I collected from a drinking accident. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it goes a long way. Uh, You're welcome, kid's cell phone. <laughs> You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. Grant has a friend on Facebook, and this is one of his family members... Uh, How did you get to this? No, this is just somebody I know. Okay. This is right. somebody I know, um, okay. have on Facebook, but they have a status that says, the forest fires in Canada's north are being purposely set. Any government who could do this to further their climate agenda is truly effed up. I hope they are caught, thrown in jail. Okay, that's amazing to me. You haven't seen this one yet? I've seen this, but I There's haven't, a, a lot I of haven't people seen this. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I... There was a video that went viral where now people are like, oh, look, it is true. Yeah. If you're listening to this show right now, 780-989-0957, text or call us if you believe that these fires are being set. I need to talk to you if you think that that's... And who? Like, yeah. Like, how is this happening? Again, seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. I'd be curious to chat chat with you. Hey, Rob, I think those fires are being all set deliberately. Okay, like how come? Yeah, like who who's who's doing this? They got it's kind of pretty rabbit hole, but you have to realize like you look at that uh, one in uh, Quebec. They have a a satellite view, and they show the fires starting all within an hour of each other. There's like 10 fires. That was a, a lightning one, wasn't it? I believe. Well, still that many lightning strikes that we're going to have all these fires start all at once. And then there's uh, there was a video from uh, the Grand Prairie area, I believe, where there was a fire going on. Is this the control lake. burn? And... Uh, Grant, is this the control well, burn he's talking about? Uh, the Donnie Creek wildfire. That was that was a video of them doing a controlled burn, which they do to get rid of the fuel for the big fire. So they yeah, burn off stuff. That, but there was a it was a town hall meeting, and the guys were all pissed off because they wouldn't allow anybody in there. And there was a guy that had his own personal, uh, like he had a D eight or D nine cat, and he was in there fighting the fire. And they wouldn't allow anybody else in. And they, they they didn't give out the warning until he says, I didn't get no notice until he said a neighbor phoned him, got a hold of him to say, hey, you have a fire for your place. you got to get stuff out of there. Otherwise, you're going to lose it all. And they and the people wouldn't... Why? The, uh, hold on. I, I, you you kind of lost me. I remember the town hall where they were all claiming it was fake and there was no fires and stuff in Grand Prairie. 
Like, there's there's too many coincidences in this going on that we can't just say, oh. But no. you still haven't answered yeah, the question. Okay, so if if it's if this is deliberately being set, have we got somebody that we're going after? Well, do, do you do you know what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like, is this who's, is this Justin Trudeau? Them? Like, who who is setting these fire? And and wouldn't like let's say somebody decided to. Here's where I think there might be a hole in your. In your store, Rob, right? Yeah. Here's where I think you might be. There might be a hole. If somebody came to me and said, "Hey, listen, um, I really, I really want, I, I want to do something. I want to start fires in Canada because I want people to be concerned, more concerned about climate change. I need you to go out and start a fire. I'm gonna go." Go pound sand. And then they'd go to the next person and go, hey, listen, we need you to go up, to take your truck and drive up north, and we need you to start some fires, okay? Maybe get some of your buddies, 10 of your buddies, to start quick fires in Quebec. You don't think that would get out, Rob? <laughs> I'd be phoning the police right away. Well, but there's people that are evil anyway so there's people that do stuff like that I can't live in a world where there's people deliberately starting fires it's just everything turns into a conspiracy now it's like yeah I can't it, yeah. I can't join you on this one like I I've got a healthy sense of skepticism when it comes to a lot of things Locke this is, is just doing a detox after spending so much time around windmills over the weekend <laughs> I've never said that about windmills <laughs> Cruise. Yes, I think these fires are uh, just a part of Mother Nature. Yeah, that's crazy. That What's wrong be, with you? You're insane. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes sense. Get out of here. What's wrong? What are you drinking? And we got a text from Wes, right? Wes said, people have been saying for years that these fires are set deliberately. De- deliberately. Yeah. Like, as long as he can remember, people used to say they were being set on purpose to create employment. I remember something like that. You know, create jobs for people to go and fight forest fires. Um, that's one that he remembers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we should move on. Do we Do we want to stay here? I. <laughs> You know what? I think we move on because All right. we're dragging them out of the... Yeah. We're getting some new textures that have some First interesting time things textures, to say. First-time textures, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on out! Let's do this! Wait, Let's... we should check our agenda for the day that Trudeau sent us. What are we supposed to talk about next? So that's the other thing when you... See, that's, that's the frustrating part about this is that when... Now we got people mad that we actually put that guy on, yeah. Rob. Like, what are you doing? Why are you giving him a platform, right? And then you got people on the other side going, well, if go, you don't guys. believe him, you guys are in the government's pocket. Yeah. 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 Because... You're not allowed to say the truth. You know what? <laughs> That's what they have time for. <laughs> they can't even run our damn country, but they got time to make sure that the locker room in Edmonton is on page. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So on the weekend, I... um. 
I went down to Redcliffe. Then we went into Saskatchewan. We did this little memorial thing for my grandmother who passed away just before COVID. And I went down with my mom and my sister. And I told the story about finding my grandpa Gordy on my mom's side, my mom's father, Mm -hmm. finding his gravestone in Redcliffe, right? Yeah. And then we we had a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, you poured out a shot. Poured out a shot. And so we ended up dragging that bottle of whiskey to Saskatchewan. And then my mom came here and stayed with us last night, and the bottle of whiskey got brought out. Okay. And we got into it again last night. I was so surprised when you said that your mom was a whiskey drinker. Just because your descriptions of her, like, hippie, wears a lot of moo-moos, lived in a teepee, <laughs> you know, yeah, pot that brownies. Like, it doesn't I don't know what, feel like a whiskey. I don't know what I would expect her to drink, actually. Shirley Vodka. Temples. Yeah, I know. Just it wasn't whiskey. There was a, I think she's gone through stages in her life. Yeah. Like there was a boxed wine stage. <laughs> yeah, that's wine. <laughs> wine is what I expect her to drink. A lot of boxed wine. Yeah. When she met Carl, I think she started to get in, into the bourbons and the... New daddy Carl. Yeah. I think she started to drink a little more whiskey because he's... He's a big whiskey drinker. Well, he doesn't drink as much anymore. Yeah. He's got to control his sugar intake. <laughs> <laughs> But I, you know what's even funnier than my mom being a whiskey drinker and us uh, killing that bottle of rye last night, yeah. and I got a bit of a headache this morning, <laughs> is my sister is almost exclusively a bud drinker. What? <laughs> of course she is. It was her even first, my, was my wife was pointing that out. I can't believe your sister drinks bud. Was her first beer in grade five a bud as well? Um, I don't know. <laughs> If the, but we we were introduced to Budweiser early. Yeah, it was a family beer, and yeah, so she drinks and has. For, by, I like I know my sister drinks Bud and has for years. Yeah, she she's not on the diet beers like me though. <laughs> she's full Bud. <laughs> she's full Bud. Although she did bring some Bud Light limes to the house last night. Yeah. The locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Our old friend Donald J. Trump once again back to dominating the news cycle. It was a nice, like, three-year break from Agent Orange, and now we're right back to where we were a few years ago. You can't look anywhere without him claiming to be the most innocent man in the world. More innocent than Mother Teresa. (laughs) What a way to celebrate his 77th birthday, which is today, by the way. Uh, Trump declaring his innocence and then announcing that when he's president again, he'll be going after the Biden crime family. You know, when you celebrate a birthday, you always do some reflecting, right? At any age, I think people start to look back at their life. I wonder if Trump is doing some reflecting today, thinking about how how did I get here? I used to sell Trump steaks. Sign midgets and Tabor up for my university. Make cameos in Home Alone. It was a pretty sweet life. Now I'm the first ex-president to be federally prosecuted. I guess you never know where life is going to take you. (laughs) Happy birthday, Donald Trump. Your card is in the mail. The Grant Report is brought to you by our daddy line of t-shirts on our merchandise page. Let the world know who you'd like is your daddy. Text us now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, last night, I had family over, and we got a 
A text from my daughter, and every once in a while she does this, my youngest, is, and there's zero context either. Yeah. I don't know where she gets that from. Um, no anyway, idea. <laughs> no. She sent us a note, said, you got to record yourself doing this tongue twister and send it back. So we all did this, and of course, I'm six rye in at this point. <laughs> and uh, to be honest with you, actually, I nailed it. You did it well, hey? I did it really, really well. Everyone was, like, wildly surprised when I did it. So write this down. Smarter, sweater, weather. Smarter, sweater, weather? Jimmy, text, or write that down, like, in front of you, okay? What are you doing? <laughs> why, why are you taking He never actually does appliances? things. You know, when you're like, write this down, he's like, oh, okay, yeah. He um, just sits there. Do you want me to write it down on a piece of paper for you, I've or you got, got it? Okay. Smarter. Right. Sweater. Weather. You can put your microphone in front of your face, too. All right. Maybe you should have done do this both. off air. That's how this works. I can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thumbs. You got her? I think so. Okay. All right. So we'll go around the horn. I'll start. You got to say it five times fast, Okay. Smarter sweater weather. 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 I think you did it. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think I did it better last night with Ryan. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I say, I'll go. Now I'm still stuffed up for my cold last week, so it's we'll see. Okay. Smarter sweater weather. 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 <laughs> I don't know what that was, but. <laughs> I think you did it. Okay. All right. Jimmy, you ready? Yeah. Five times. Smarter sweater weather. Smarter sweater weather. Smarter sweater weather. Smarter sweater weather. No. How many more? One. Smarter sweater weather. That needs to be slowed down. (laughs) On it. Smarter sweater weather. Smarter sweater weather. Smarter sweater weather. Smother sweater weather. Uh, no, uh, how many more? One smarter sweater weather. <laughs> you never let us down. Well done. You never let us down. And now nerd news with James P. White the first. So a lot of movie projects have been moved ahead because of the writer's strike. That's still going on, eh? Yes. And it's affecting, like, everything. Anything in Disney's arsenal from Star Wars, Avatar, uh, Marvel, all of that stuff. It's even affecting, like, things like Stranger Things and some other series as well. What are the nerds going to do, Grant? (laughs) They're going to go crazy with the lack of content. Because the thing is, is everything is being moved a year. Anything in 2024 has been moved to 2025. Huh? And, and But one bonus to it is, uh, because a lot of the Star Wars fans haven't seen a Star Wars movie since 2019. Yeah, but we've been getting enough Star Wars with the yeah, Mandalorian. No, but, yeah, but we, we need, need to see it in the big screen. Like, that's something you see in the big screen. But So a movie that was uh, supposed to be in December of 2025 has now moved to May of 2026. But then they have a... Another movie coming out also in 2026 will be in December. So there will be two Star Wars movies. It'll be like right after COVID. Remember, we just got like hammered. Yeah, we just got all this. Boom, 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 boom. They were just giving it to us. (laughs) But 
Well, you need to see like a new Star Wars movie in the big screen. Like they're talking about doing a sequel with Rey, uh, starting her own Jedi Academy. They're talking about that doing Knights of Old Republic. Like there's going to be some really Plus, cool stuff with this Disney. Um, with Disney owning Star Wars, they can use a lot of the same actors. And I heard that the one of the Mermen from uh, Little Mermaid is actually going to be in Star Wars because they don't have to get him a props lightsaber. Um, he's apparently got a, a massive. <sighs> you see that they hired a porn star to be in, in the Little Mermaid by accident. <laughs> One of the mermen. <laughs> what is wrong with he, you? He did. He brought his own trident. <laughs> uh, they didn't need to do any enhancements on that guy. Nope. There's no CGI there. <laughs> His pants saber. <laughs> pants saber. <laughs> oh. Oops. I like how that gets buried. Yeah. Disney, you know how much power Disney has when they're burying that. Oh, yeah. You hired a male porno guy to be in the Little in Mermaid. The Little Mermaid, and that's getting buried? Come well, on. Walt would love it. Because, you know, you watch all those old cartoons and like when when Simba hits the dust and it goes up and says sex yeah, in the sky. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, Walt was a perv. Yeah, he was. But on a on a different note, the Blade movie has been moved to February of twenty twenty five. Oh okay. no. All right, there you go. Fantastic nerd news today. Another moment with Dr. Locke. All right, more proof that alcohol is actually good for you. All right. This time around, it has to do with the benefits of the heart. So what they're suggesting is, is that alcohol turns down stress in your brain. So it allows more blood flow through your body, okay? Thins your blood, and that actually will alleviate stress. Because they've been trying to prove, like, they know that small amounts of alcohol is good for your heart and stuff, and they're like, we're not really that sure why. No one knows. It actually has to do with stress and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Well, you talked about this yesterday during yeah. your grant report about Patch Sajak. Yeah. Why do all these He's guys... 80 that, years old. He yeah. looks 40. Yeah. Why do all these yeah. game shows? Because they have no stress in their lives. Yeah. Right? Well, that so, leads me to my question, asking for Jimmy, how much alcohol? This... <laughs> It is. It, I, I avoided the small amount. <laughs> All right. This does not. This does not take into consideration binge drinking. So when I got a picture of Jimmy on the ground at the football game and it looked like they were doing CPR, I shouldn't have been worried about his heart stopping. Mm-mm. His heart was strong. Yeah, his, his heart's strong. strong. His shunt's fine. He's, per, he's perfect health, Grant. <laughs> he, I mean, he looks like somebody smoked him in the head with a baseball bat, but he'll be fine. I'm sure that'll have no long-term impact on his health. Back to this study. I mean, it's a pretty no-brainer that alcohol relieves stress, though, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could be feeling stressed. You have a have a drink, and you feel it melt away a little bit. So I was thinking about that, um, especially this this weekend, watching members of my family drink heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you were just sitting there watching. You weren't yeah. joining. So I don't know. You know. Listen. I think you have to find ways to enjoy life. Yeah. And if something is bothering you, if something's stressing you out, I think you. 
Listen, hiding in your basement like I do, drinking all the time, is not healthy. I'm not. I'm not right. going to sit here and try to convince myself or anybody else that what I do and my habit is good for me. But I will say this: I I have said this countless times on this show. If you know me in person, stress, man. I I've watched people. I've watched people go through it, and I've seen the impact it has on their on their health. Mm-hmm. And if you are in a situation where you're dealing with a a lot of stress, I mean. There's good stress, but I'm talking bad stress. Oh, yeah. I mean, stress you should yeah, not be dealing with. Losing we've your hair seen stress. F- uh, former bosses that were stressed constantly. Yeah, and 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 they're not. They were not healthy people. No. Right, going through what they were going through. If you can make a change in your life right now, like if you're on edge and you're driving into work right now and you just screamed at somebody because they didn't. They didn't turn their signal light on or something. or You know what I mean? Whatever like, it is. If you're yeah. snapping at people, you should take a look at what you're dealing with day to day and try to get out of that. It's also important, and this is worth saying out loud, mm-hmm. that you need to also be self-aware about your involvement in it. Are you the one causing the stress? <laughs> That's a good point as well. Because <laughs> I think there's... A, we know people definitely mm-hmm. that... Are unaware of their contribution to their day to day. Everywhere stress. they go, it turns into a stressful situation. Yeah, yeah, drama, all these things. It's like, yeah, take a look at yourself. Are you are you the root of some of this? You might be. Yep. Right. I d- I do that now, and this is a recent development for me. Okay. Where if I get myself into a situation that I'm not comfortable with, I take a step back and kind of evaluate what my position, what my role may have been. Mm-hmm. In it, right. I was doing that last night because I was stressed out over something and I was on the phone with somebody who was handling it better than me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I could probably Why are do they this. as stressed as I am? Why am I yelling at this person? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this isn't that, his fault. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, is I think sometimes you don't know you're yelling. Um, like sometimes I'll catch you, myself. Like, a lot of people don't know when they're yelling. Yeah. Yeah. I'll catch myself. Like last night I, I did. I was on the phone and I was like, I'm telling you, I did it. I did, I did this. I did the proper steps. I do it every time. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I yelling? Like the guy <laughs> on the other end of the phone doesn't need this in his life. No, he's right? probably tuning you out because he's, he's, yeah. he's probably cracking a beer right now to deal with your stress. And it doesn't matter if I get louder. It doesn't make it more it, truthful. Yeah. <laughs> It just, makes, it just makes it so other people can't talk. I am a little more self-aware than I was a year ago and, and definitely more self-aware than I was 10 or 15 or yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I love these. Jimmy unboxing. A Jimmy unboxing. He got his so hand. exciting. So it's like Christmas. The best part is, before you open that, we don't have a receptionist at work anymore, which means that when they send Amazon packages for Jimmy, our general sales manager has to sign for them because his office is closest to the front door. So Jimmy's getting his Amazon packages still delivered here. Uh, We're on Facebook Live, so you can go check the video out a little bit later. Is that on the cruise Facebook? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Jimmy is pulled out. He's unboxing pocket knife. By the way, that Facebook Live, you get a good look at Jimmy's melon, too, which is all still swollen from Sunday. All right. What is? What are these? Pain relief patches for your knee. Oh, for the knee gout. It's not gout. Let's see that. They're 
They're made for... Uh, That's actually could have been an issue with your fall on Sunday. Was your gout flared up, causing you to fall onto your face? I don't Long have gout. Long-lasting relief, natural wormwood formula, easy to use and remove. Are they like a hot and icy patch? It, or? It's, it's supposed to be like that, but it's supposed to be like some her- herbs and... Oh, do they smell? Give me your knife again. I want to look at one. Is this the equivalent of Locke's putting uh, Colander behind his knee or whatever he does? Sesame no, it's seed supposed oil. To go, it's supposed to go just below your kneecap. You'll never have to vaccinate your kids. <laughs> just a little sesame seed oil behind the knees. <laughs> All right, let's get in here and look at these. You going to put one on right away? I'll not do it. I'll do it at home. Yeah, they do. They, they smell very pleasant, actually. How many in here? Like 10 or something like that? Oh, there's supposed to be like 12. How long does one last, do you think? I have no idea. So your knee is still hurting? Or have you forgotten about it based on what you did to your head? <laughs> yeah, no, the, it's, the it's, head is distracting from the it's, gout in the knee. Still, it still hurts, but my face hurts more. All right, there you go. All right. That's kind of cool. I've never heard of these. Pain relief patch. There you go. Kind of co- let, let, well, let us know if this actually works. Because I was actually recommended from that product by going on to a little person's website for knee pain for little people. Oh, yeah. A lot did of you little people have knee gout. Did you look into the, um, the, uh, the whatchamacallit, the, uh, the weed? The CBD. CBD? CBD. No, I wanted to try It wants this to be first. allowed in Tabor for Christmas. I'm... I'm curious about that because my daughter has like long-term knee damage yeah. from uh, from ballet, and and um, she's she's looking for something. She just had a sh- uh, what do you call it? Cortisone. Yeah, she just had a cortisone shot that really helped. But she's trying to find that because I keep telling her you got to find this oil or something. It, like it's a rubber CBD oil. Yeah, yeah. Why not the center next time you send? Anything to her, send her one of these patches and send get her, her a give this little a try. person patch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not only recommended for people, little people, it's also like arthritis. Look, honey, it works for my son, <laughs> Smelly Bird, and his gout knees. <laughs> often you will hear me say this out loud bag milk you'll hear me say something along the lines like i don't want to make this about myself but (laughs) uh the last two stanley cup champions are the teams that eliminated the oilers from the playoffs i don't want to make this about us but yeah i mean i i guess if you're looking for some kind of uh comfort in the oilers losing in the second round that would probably be it i this year like last year, I would buy it, Locke, with the Colorado Avalanche. They were just so good. This year, though, the fact that the Oilers were really the only ones that gave Vegas any kind of a struggle in the playoffs, it just annoys me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there, was, there were games in that series where the Oilers lost it themselves. Yeah. They blew it. They made mistakes. They couldn't get goaltending, whatever it was. So it just honestly it annoys me. So this year, it's just kind of like... That should have been Connor lifting the cup last night, and you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah, the well, Vegas team—they kind of—they just showed up every night and played. Well, like, yeah. there wasn't any real controversy. There wasn't any highs and lows. It was just consistency every night. Can you imagine the points that they would have had that Drysaddle would have had, and, and, Connor and Drysaddle? Because yeah. the Con oh. Smythe went to a guy that played the entire. 
entire Stanley Cup Finals. And he mm-hmm. had the same number of goals as Dreisaitl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's just so you see some stats like that, and it's just frustrating, to be honest. Yeah. This this was a golden opportunity for the Oilers to do it, and they just couldn't get it through. So congratulations on the Stanley Cup Finals being over. I guess that's what I'm celebrating <laughs> today. Now into the off season, the Oilers have already started. Um, how are you feeling about signing Derek Ryan to a two-year contract? Um, yeah, I feel good about it, to be honest. Like, the fact they took a $325,000 haircut to stay around, that's good. The Oilers obviously have no cap space, so to get a guy who can give you 10, 11, 12 reliable minutes per night, yeah. maybe a little bit of scoring in there, too, it's a nice piece of work. I, I was surprised that it gave him a two-year, but if it brought down the annual value down to 900000 where it ultimately settled, I don't think it's a bad thing. Derek Ryan is... You know what you're going to get for him, right? Yeah. This is going to be his third season with the Oilers. He's going to give you quiet, steady, calm minutes where you don't really have to worry about what he's doing out there. Um, so I, I like it. It's it's a cheap deal for a veteran player with a little bit of offense. I, I think it's a nice little bit of business. By no means the sexiest news that we'll hear. <laughs> no. Um, but I think it's a nice little piece. There, there's a lot of talk, though, about like what the Oilers do with like Clem Costin and Nick Budestad and then Derek Ryan. So... There was a lot of talk about that, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got uh, small Derek Ryan, and I don't know that they'll have the space for tall Derek Ryan. No. Nick B- bad, but, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, especially in the bottom six. I think that Clean Cawson will be back. I've heard the rumor mill suggests that Matisse Yanmark wants to come back. Whether or not there's money for him will be, yeah. you know, we'll have to wait and see, but... First little to-do item off the list for Ken Hall and getting Ken, uh, Derek Ryan here. He wanted to be here. He was on Stoffer show like 10 days ago or something saying he wants to retire and other. So looks like he's on his way. So the thing for me, and maybe I'm like projecting here more than I should, but that to me is a sign that the Oilers are aware that they have the nucleus, that they have the structure of a winning team and that they're going to go out of their way to keep the guys that they, that they, they, you know, that got them there this year. Too much? Yeah. I mean, no, I think the Oilers, like, I think we're going to get a lot of the same team back for that exact reason. The Oilers were a really good hockey team. Like in January forward, they were one of the best teams in the NHL with the roster they had. So I don't know that they're going to do a whole lot of changes, especially to kind of the nucleus, the core. There's some really good players in there. I think it's the periphery parts that are going to get changed. Uh, I I think that Kyler Yamamoto is going to go mostly because of his cap number. I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like Warren Fogel's name starts popping up, not because they don't like the player, but because of the cap number. So it's going to be interesting to see what Ken Holland can do with limited space and how he tries to make some more of it to do bigger things. Well, I think that, yeah, if they have the the nucleus in the team, it's always nice to add veterans, though, Um, guys who have been there and won the cup. And there is one guy who's going to be a free agent who is now a three-time Stanley Cup winner. I'm going to officially start start the, um, rumor. Start the petitions for Ken Holland to sign Phil Kessel. Please. Listen, I'm on board with you, man. I wrote about Phil Kessel a bunch of times before he went to Vegas uh, about how he could be a depth fit for the Oilers on the right wing. And Grant, if we're pushing this along down the road, if Kyle Yamamoto gets traded, that right side is wide open. It's they open for have- him. Wow. They have Zach Hyman on the right side. (laughs) On the locker room. Bill Kessel, come on down. We've got Fat Frank's booths everywhere. We'll get you one, buddy. Come on. Yeah, the only other rumor that we want to start this morning is that if they have an opening for an enforcer, we got a guy 
James just, P. White. Just to the left we of me here. We know he can take a hit now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I was, I'm sitting on this Zoom call. I've been wondering what's going on. I just haven't mentioned anything the whole time. I'm trying to be polite. I don't know what's doing here, Jimmy. I had a drinking accident, and I f- fell on my face at Commonwealth Stadium. He didn't just fall on his face. He knocked himself out cold and spent the night in the hospital. Yeah. But oh boy. he'll be fine. And his shot's okay. We've learned a couple of lessons from the um, from the incident. <laughs> One, he uh, he's going to try not to drink like a complete a hole without his supervision, which is me and Army Chris. And then two was that he um, he put a family member. Uh, into his emergency. His auntie with an oxygen Caught. tank is now his emergency contact. Because <laughs> no. they will have the thing is, is, is Locke was in Saskatchewan and people were texting him pictures of me being. Yeah, I got it sent to me with. about 10 times. Yeah. Jimmy on the ground. <laughs> yeah. He's an idiot. My paramedics. By the way, we're, uh, we got a GoFundMe for his ambulance bill if you want to throw some cash at that, too, by the way. All right. No, uh, the only Helmets, apparently. The yeah. only other thing, and, and I'll ask you this. Um, so, Phil, the thrill rumor coming to Edmonton. Yeah, started here. Yeah, started here. The only other thing that I want to mention is I got some pleasure out of the fact that the Kachuk family still doesn't have a cup. Does that make me a horrible person? No, I don't think so. Okay, good. Uh, I don't think so because I was actually on the flip side. I would have rather, so I'm thinking the lesser of two evils in my mind. I would have rather watched Matthew Kachuk lift it than Jack Eichel lift it. But the good news <laughs> is, is I was watching a hot tub time machine, so I didn't see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. There he is, Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. Thank you for your time, my friend. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Good morning, Cruz. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. So I don't I don't think Justin Trudeau's sending these morons out to do this stuff. Like nobody's telling these kids to go throw paint on the on those works of art, and nobody's telling them to go sit out in traffic. You know, they just make these stupid plans on their own. It's more like you know the election was coming up, and they wanted something to make uh, Daniel Smith look bad. So they've known started these fires. Some stupid group, who knows? Or maybe Notley told her. You know, advisor to tell the kids to go do that crap or something. Does it concern you that everything turns into conspiracy now, though? Like, yeah, we have wildfires yeah, every year. True. Like, have- look how many conspiracies were right. Okay, hold on. Yeah, who's let's, saying let's, they're right? Though? Let's let's start there. What? What's what, right? What, what? Here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one. Okay, Uh-oh. before the vaccine even came out, freaking, I watched uh, Robert Kennedy there say that it wasn't going to uh, stop the spread and it wasn't going to stop you from getting infected uh, by the by the virus so he said that before it even came out and then all they said on the news was oh it's it's it'll stop the spread it'll stop the spread and then fucking what's your name alex alex okay so i'm glad you brought up the vaccine (laughs) of course yeah we have to go Go to (laughs) yeah you know what um i'm intrigued by this thought process, right? And, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Because I can get sucked into a good conspiracy theory. Like, I, I can definitely be that guy that gets dragged into um, this type of thinking. Um, the fires one, I'm really... I understand what you're saying, that this is this might not necessarily be coming top down, but uh, the problem I have with... Your theory is that there's this these groups that are 
organized and they go out and do it is that well that's not even my theory I, i'm not even sure if that's what's happening i'm just saying that could be honestly i just don't believe that there's that many stupid people throwing cigarette butts out of their car like we're I there's, see it every day. We're in a, you know, there's too I many see people it. that understand fire safety. I don't I know. It, I see I, it every day. So you you think that we're smarter than we're? <laughs> see, that's that's where this. Might, that, that's yeah. where the disconnect <laughs> might be, Alex. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're we're morons. Collectively, we're we're basically, and we're getting dumber. Spend a day like, at the ball diamonds and look at how many cigarette butts are uh, on the ground around the ball diamond. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. to me. Um, yeah. Like, wouldn't they be? Wouldn't all the fires be closer to the road then? Though, I only saw the one on the way to Edson that was like right next to the. Well, the road. ones that were around Edmonton. I don't know were. how many fires are being started by. That's the problem. Like you can't sit. You're not going to be able to come up with a um, a definitive reason why every fire was started. But why? Why aren't we doing studies? If firefight, if you know, we are doing are studies. It's called climate change studies. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one believes it. <laughs> All right, Alex. I appreciate this. Uh, hey, you guys want to do something fun? I, don't know, I, I think the website's still up. Go to CO2 Coalition. It's called CO2 Coalition. Take the little quiz on climate change. It's, it's fun. Fucking, you know what? I, 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 you wrong. know what? I will say this. Like, I think what's happening right now with climate change is we have, and again, I'll be careful um about this because i don't want to rile up any side and this this will rile up both sides i truly believe in climate change i i believe that we are having a negative impact on the world that we live in the problem is now is that they realized that they can use it to generate revenue um right and so instead of increasing taxes the old fashioned way by adding it to sales of you know merchandise or whatever yeah, now yeah now they're doing it through carbon tax right which drives the left crazy when you say things like that because um they uh, see for me I would be more on board paying whatever you want me to pay if there was an incentive for um to use green energy right but there there never is it's just we're punishing people for how they live their lives making it more difficult for them to buy things like fucking solar panels and electric fucking cars yeah. and all that and then the other problem i have is the the unintended consequence of greener energy right like we were talking about this last week it's pretty pretty basic math the amount of energy it takes to create the the beyond meats is five times more damaging to the environment but what we do is we put this veneer on it like oh you're saving the planet because cows fart so now everyone runs out and buys these beyond burgers no one actually goes hold on but creating that is that more detrimental to the environment that we live in yes it oh, is but sure. we're not going to tell people that and then the battery situation and mining lithium how much of an impact is that having on the environment? Are we really doing a better job of saving the planet if we drive a Tesla? Maybe not, right? But it and makes you go people down the feel good. Enough, yeah. This was the plan the whole time, man. And like if you watch that Stan Meyer shit, you know, when he made the the car that ran on water, he just found out a, a more efficient way to separate the hydrogen and oxygen molecules and make an engine that ran on oxygen or See, hydrogen. And that's the like, other problem, right? That that was a money thing. And that guy, didn't he just disappear one day? They killed him. He <laughs> ran out, told him his throat, and he's like, they killed, they poisoned me. You got to 
dive down these holes, man. There's some I, fucked up shit going uh, on. I know. Lock is there with you. I'm right there with you, bro. Lock is not far from you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Listen, okay. I appreciate the call. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Take care. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats. You just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Ardent Roof Systems.